Hello, welcome back to another episode of Football Talk Podcast. My name is Ozzy and I'm here with my co-host Sid. How's it going, Sid? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, not bad, thank you. Not bad. Uh, before we start, um, I just want to say uh, to all our followers, don't forget to like, comment, share and subscribe. Um, and please share these videos uh, to your friends and family as well. As we're a new channel, so we're trying to grow. Um, so recently we've started our own fantasy football league. Um, so how did your team do in match week one, Sid? Um... I think I've got number one spot, so um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking, um, I'm 40th out of 57, so yeah. uh, a lot to do, but uh, yeah, they're, they're, it's fine, it's fine. It's, Long uh, way to go, isn't it? But, um, but yeah, I think I'm, nine, I'm uh, seven, 17th in the league, I think, but um, one of our participants uh, named uh, Edgar, uh, he's top with 94 points. Um, he made Salah triple captain, so that was a good move on his part, to be honest with you. But um, yeah, well done to him. Uh, let's see how the league continues. Good showing, um, good showing. So back man. to... Sorry? No, I'm saying good showing. Well done to him. Yeah, really good. It's a really good start for him. You know, he's I think he's got like a 50-point gap with the the guy that's in second place. So. It's like United back in the day, isn't it? Just Yeah, exactly. Exactly, so... Uh, he's doing really well. Uh, so let's talk about uh, match week one, to be honest. Um, we'll have a different kind of uh, overview in terms of this week. We'll choose our top five players that made an impression on us, um, whether it's good or bad. Um, so why don't you start, Sid? Who stood up for you uh, during match week one? I think for me it was, uh, well, my top one, I would say, Hamez, as you guess. And yeah. um, I think this is something that the top clubs have missed out on because mm, I think the fact that he has been loaned out quite a few times, a lot of people, you know, saw that as his quality has gone and all of that. But I think the way he, I didn't, I didn't say dominated, but I think he created five chances in that game. Yeah, And even when... Yeah, he didn't have the ball. His vision and the spaces he creates to get himself yeah. in good positions is, well, for the Premiership, it's unheard of. And I think, like, because we don't really allow too many players a lot of time in the Premiership. Mm. And the way he's able to, like, just think here and there, I, I think it's good. And I think he's going to be one of the buyers of the season. I know it's only the first game, but I'm really confident that, you know, Hamas will be lighting up the assist sheets quite soon yeah you know um, so Tottenham could sorry Tottenham Everton could be in a good shout for like top six I would say minimum yeah but um, two other players play for the same team but William and Gabriel yes um, I think it was a short assurance of performance by Gabriel uh, I wouldn't say dominant but you know, he settled in quite nicely in that team and, you know, he gave a few assurances to the back line. But also, I would say that, you know, I think one thing that Arsenal missed last season was that dominant figure at the back. Of course, he's yet to be seen if that is the case. But, you know, from what I saw, he has got the potential and he's young as well. Mm. You know, so 
I think that's a positive thing for Arsenal. And then you've got William. Again, I think it's because of his age where a lot of people weren't really keen or pushing for that type of player. Yeah. But I think realistically, he wanted to stay in London. So this worked out really well for him. Yeah. Um, but I think he got three assists, isn't it? Yeah. In that, in that game. Yeah. So I think well done to him. And yeah, Arsenal... I think following on from what I said previously, I think they could get top four, like a surprise package for this season. Um, another one that I didn't really think was for good, uh, it was a good mention, but Rodri for Leeds. Um, okay. Unfortunately, Leeds were in a good position, holding out 3-3 with the uh, defending champions, you know, and then... Yeah, that I think that's a bit. You should be doing everything you can to avoid those type of things, especially so late on. Yeah, especially well, when that was a typical strikers tackle, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, and you can't really fault him, but then you can also think coming like the way this match is going, Liverpool are always going to be pressing. So the worst thing you can do is give them such an opportunity like that when you've got. Mane on the pitch, you've got Salah, everyone, you know, Firmino, if he wants to take a pen, any one of those would have stepped up and taken it and scored. So, you know, I, it was disappointing. And me as a fan, put aside my uh, love for Liverpool, but I was just like, Your come on. But I was. Him, guys, he's an LFC fan now. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, big yuck. Um, no, but. Um, yeah, I was, I, I was quite disappointed. And I think that, you know, in, in the sense that when you do so well, mm. you know, to come from 3 0 down effectively, well, not 3 0, but, you know, you equalize three times. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, 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 w- I wish and expected more. But yeah, Rodri, he's probably going to you know, shoot himself in the foot because he's probably thinking, oh, yeah, I wish I didn't do that, especially on his home debut as well. Mm. But um, yeah, he's another one. Then I had final one. Sorry, uh, really a debutant, but Werner. Um, okay. He quietly went about his business. Um, I think with him, one thing that stood out for me was his uh, post-match interview. Um, talking about he's never come across, uh, you know, such big and strong defenders. Yeah, and that's the reason why I'm talking about him only because I think we all know he's a top striker. Yeah, but I think he's in for a rude awakening. How challenging and demanding the Premiership is, 100%. you know, because there's a lot of ruthlessness that goes on in the in, in the league, and for me. You know, he's he's going to do well. I think he'll get easily 20 goals, both in all competitions. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it, it's just good to hear how, you know, the mind and the friendship is. But, yeah, it was a good performance from him. I think um, Chelsea, I, I think I mentioned last time, they've got so many players, so it took a while for them to gel. But, yeah, yeah I, I, I think uh, this season, and even next season, might be too soon for them. But, it's good sign. Uh, the pressure's on Lampard for sure, but um, yeah, that that for me is my roundup of like the first week of football. How how would you think? 
So I've got another selection of players that I, that stood out for me. So um, Callum Wilson uh, on his home debut for Newcastle. I think he performed really well. Um, you can tell he's a player that they've lacked uh, last season. Last season they had um, Yolintan and they had mm. uh, Muto, the Japanese striker as well. And they're not the type of strikers to really stretch teams. Sorry? They have Gale as well, sorry. Yeah. Uh, Gale didn't really play that much. I think he was injured quite a few times. Mm-hmm. But um, I was quite impressed with just the way he was playing. You can tell that like, he's going to score lots of goals this season. Um, he was stretching the, the defence, uh, forming a good partnership with Andy Carroll as well. So uh, I think two of you, all three uh, debutants, um, Jamal Lewis, uh, Hendricks and uh, Callum Wilson had a, had a great game to be fair, especially mm-hmm. Hendricks scored a, scored a nice goal as well. Um, yeah, so they really impressed me. Um, I think they're trying to fi- sign a few more players this uh, window as well. So it'll be interesting to see what they do. Uh, another player was Zaha. So scoring as well. Chris scored a couple more actually. Um, bit of a funny one because it's quite obvious that he wants to leave. But for some reason, no club is showing um, concrete interest right now. So mm. uh, all he can do is keep performing, scoring the goals for the club. And then if a move happens for him, great. If not, He'll have to be professional and you know keep on going at the same time. So, but yeah, he impressed me. Um, Eze as well, the new signing, he looked good when he came on as well. So I'm quite excited to see more of him this season. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, King Mo, Egyptian King, fantastic performance. Yes, um, not because of the hat trick, I just loved the way he played. Um, and you can tell that I think it hurt him that he didn't get the golden boot last season as well, because obviously he's been here for three seasons and he's won two out of three. So. You could tell that he had that kind of ruthlessness in his finishing and the way he was playing was just like with full of confidence. So um, I'm excited to see him more um, this season. I had him in my fantasy team as well, so I got, I got to get 40 points out of that. So really, <laughs> really pleased about that. Um, Jimenez, um, I think we've spoken about him so many times uh, during our episodes last year. Um, fantastic player. Scoring goals left, right, and centre. Like, I think um, he deserves a big move to a club, but that remains to be seen. But I think he's such a great striker in the Premier League, um, and I'm expecting him to score more goals this season. I'll probably predict that he'll score 20 in the league. I think that's he's that good. But why do you think no one's coming for him? It might be the price tag, you know, um, because there was interest for Adama Traore as well. And that sort of died down. I think they gave him, a, I think it was an 80 million price tag. And I think the same for Jimenez as well. So, um, Wolves is one of those clubs. I don't feel like it's easy to negotiate with them as well because they're not uh, lacking money as well at the same time. So, mm-hmm. um, and they've got that super agent as well who's getting players from Portugal for them left, right and centre as well. So, so they'll never have like short interest in terms of that. But um, I would like to see him at a bigger club, even if it's, Outside the Premier, I feel like he should be playing at an elite level as well. Um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes for him, to be honest. And my final player is Lamptey. Uh, so I don't know if you watched the game. Yeah. Chelsea, um, for me, he was phenomenal. And he's a former Chelsea player as well. Um, he was just causing havoc on that right-hand side. Um, I think last season as well, I remember when Brighton played against Liverpool and I just thought he was a stand-up player. Like, he's definitely one for the future so uh, it's probably good he left Chelsea to be honest because you've got Reese James there who by the way scored an amazing goal um, yesterday against Brighton so 
probably good for his development that he's actually playing at a club where he will get regular games as well. Uh, so we'll see how he develops uh, as the season goes on. But yeah, it was a great um, match week, first match week. The Liverpool-Leeds game for me was just amazing. Like, obviously, I'm a Liverpool fan, but even if you watch it as a neutral, it's just kind of like nail-biting stuff, like goals left, right and centre. Like, it was, it was good sort of like advert for the Premier League as well, especially Leeds coming from the Championship, Champions versus Champions. And to be fair, they did brilliant. I was really impressed with the way they were playing. I hope they sign more players so they have the depth to continue the way they play. Because I feel like that kind of style of football that they play may kind of tire them out as the season goes on. Um, so that's, that's, I think, that's a lot of questions that people are asking right now. Can they maintain that level of performances um, as the season goes on? But that you think you deserve yeah. the win? Who's that, Liverpool? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think the result was fair, but I, I think... Leeds is fantastic. I think 4-3 was probably just about right uh, because the way they, they were very clinical. That was the difference. Um, they only had a few chances and I, I, I believe they scored. I, had, I think they had three, four shots on target and they scored three. So Liverpool had numerous chances, but we weren't as clinical. I think if Salah wasn't playing, it might have been a different story from most of you. Um, I, as I can tell, a lot of players were sort of struggling with fitness. Like Firmino wasn't quite there. Uh, Wijnaldum had a couple shots. Um, and the team's just not gelling at the minute. Um, slight concern, actually, with Joe Gomez, to be fair. Um, he's not been as consistent since the restart. Um, I think it's just, personally, I think it's like a dip in form. Uh, I don't think that's a sort of sign in terms of his ability because I, I think he's one of the best centre-backs in England in terms of uh, nationality. So, um, so hopefully it's just a little blip for him and he continues to improve as the season goes on. Uh, but yeah, I was... I think I thoroughly enjoyed the first week and uh, hopefully this week we have more exciting matches to watch as well. Uh, but we, before we go into that, um, let's talk some rumours. You know, we've got a few more weeks left in the transfer window. Um, so one news that keeps popping up and you were talking to me about it off air as well um, is bail to either Manchester United and Spurs. Um, so what sort of insight do you have on that and what's, what are your thoughts? Um, to be honest, I just think like Real Madrid and Bale, both camps are just done with that current position now. Um, you know, I think we saw it towards the end of last season. Bale was on the bench playing games. or was even know, on the bench. He was literally in the stands, wasn't in he? In the stands, like, he yeah. He was so on the bench, yeah. Just, I wouldn't say acting fool, but he was just, you know when someone's just not there anymore. He gave up, <laughs> I, do remember, I do remember seeing um, footage of him uh, using his mask to cover his eyes and have a little nap. That says it all, isn't it? Can yeah. you really imagine Arsene Wenger or Sir Alex Ferguson yeah. seeing this type of nonsense yeah. and allowing that player to stay there? You know, and this is where I think like football has changed a lot. You're right, yeah. Because you know, even basic things like manners and the way you behave, you know, because you're setting an example not just for yeah. you know those near to you, but you know, the young talent coming up as well. And anyway, back to my point. I think Bale needs to play football. He can't just rest on money and yeah. think, you know, that's enough. Like, he, he's that type of player. He's still world top, you know, when he's not injured and all of that. And yeah, both United and Scotland are linked to him, a loan deal, I believe. Okay. Um, 
ours is on the premise that if we don't get Sancho, Bale would be a good alternative. Yes, but I'd rather not. Me personally, I, w- I wouldn't even want Bale at this moment. Wow, okay. Injuries, like, let's not beat around the bush. He gets injured a lot, mm. you know, and his wages are quite high. And I think for me, like, we should be doing anything we think in our power to be getting Sancho. Whether yeah. that happens, that's another question. But we always hear about the transfer Sancho's coming to do that. And the stumbling block is just the fee. Like, mm. You bought one player, let's not make out like United doesn't have money. If anything, we probably are like one of the luxury, we have the luxury of being able to buy majority of the players in the world. Yeah. So the board needs to stop doing this whole, you know, let's be tight and, you know, try and get a deal out of this. Da, 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 da. But um, as of like the last two hours, it appears that Bale is edging closer to a return to Tottenham. Which I think will be actually really good. It's like one of those fairy tale moves, you know, started off at Tottenham, got the success, coming back to his uh, home, not home club, but, you know, coming back to where he made it. So I think that would be a good uh, matchup for them. Um, let's see. I mean, there's also that uh, left back, Real Madrid left back, Gulon. Um, yeah. Again, United's linked to him, so are Tottenham, but. It appears that Tottenham uh, are in advanced stages with that deal. Um, yeah. No confirmation yet. But yeah, I'll be, I mean, if anything, I'll be a, not annoyed, but I'll be disappointed if that one doesn't happen. Not that we need him, but it's good to cover because, you, again, you've seen that. Who's that, Regolan? You don't think yeah. you need him? I, no, I do think he'd be a good. Yeah, I, I think you guys definitely need a left back. Um, you watch that. Mm. But he's but, very attacking, attack-minded as well. So he's someone that you'll probably need in that team as well, especially with the number of central midfielders you have as well. It'll just give that different dimension to the team. Yeah. Um, I think you guys should go for Bell, if I'm honest with you. Um, if it's a thing where if you can't get Sancho this year, try and get him next year, but at least you can get a player on loan yeah. where there's no obligation to buy as well at the same time. Yeah. So you still have, to have the strength in depth to kind of challenge for major honours this year as well. But yeah. I think Tottenham would be the kind of like the right kind of move for him as well. It's a place that he's familiar with. Um, he'll get regular games as well. Um, obviously, yeah. his wages, I think, have been, um, mm. yeah, a big obstacle, I would just say. I would say. But I, I, I don't really blame him, to be honest with you, because he was on the verge of a move last year uh, to China, um, if you remember. Yeah. Um, it's just the management, I think Zidane, in terms of um, at Real Madrid, sort of blocked the move, but then still kept him in the team. Whereas you can tell his morale is quite low and he's not really challenging for the team and he doesn't seem fast like he's more concerned about playing golf than anything else, to be honest with you. So, That's his first uh, love, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's golf before Madrid, as he, as he said in the banner. So, um, yeah, I think. I think that poor management on their part, they should have just sold the player because it's been a year since that move collapsed and you kind of lose the value of the players at the same time. Mm. But that's, that's on them in terms of their um, way of doing business. But yeah, it'll be nice to see him back in the Premier League, to be fair. Uh, another player that has been recently linked with City, uh, it's not Koulibaly because he's forever linked with everyone right nowadays, to be fair, is um, Jimenez from Atletico. 
but the fee is reported, I think, 84 million, which is quite That's high. Uh, what do you think about that? Um, I don't know. Like, recently, like, Man City haven't got a good track record of buying uh, essential defenders who have got class to them before they uh, come to Man City. So imagine you've got the Porter, he flops, you know. Um, there's been others. It was a good signing, do you not think? Well, sorry, sorry, apologies. I'm not saying he's flopped, but he hasn't. Done, I don't think he's, you know, done what's been expected. I think that's more to his injury record. To be fair, he's been injured yeah. so much. But I think whenever he's played, he's definitely been a star performer. But I would say whoever partners him is not quite to that level. Uh, they've they've had Otamendi in the squad. Uh, they've had to use Fernandinho as a makeshift centre back. So when you have to use a player in that sort of makeshift position, it kind of shows that the other centre backs aren't really valued in the club. Mm. Um, but yeah, so do you think it'll be a good fit? I think it'll be a good fit, you know, at yeah, the club. Know, sorry. Yeah, I think it'd be a good fit. Uh, Kulabali as well. But the thing is, I don't think he'll leave. I, that's just a personal kind of gut, gut feeling I have. I don't think he'll leave Napoli, to be honest Why? with you. He's loved there. They love him over there. I don't think he has any reason to leave Napoli. Obviously, if there's like a good deal for him in terms of financially, then he might jump to that. I think if it will be, if he will move, it will probably be now because I think he's, I believe he's 30 now as well. So it comes to a stage where you wouldn't want to move clubs um, further down. But then again, you've got Thiago, who's 36, and he's just joined uh, Chelsea right now as well. But yeah, but I think he he also knows that's that's a fag end of his career, isn't it? And you know, yeah, it's one of those ones where he he was lucky to secure a big club. Yeah, nice little pension for him, isn't it? Yeah, you know, London <laughs> lifestyle. So yeah, why yeah. not? <laughs> you know. Exactly. Um, another player who's not, I think, well known in terms of probably the Premier League, but is a player called Depaul from uh, Udinese, Argentinian striker. Uh, he's linked with Leeds at this day. So I think that's the kind of signing they would need, especially in sort of like what we saw over the weekend. They probably lacked that striker of a killer instinct. Uh, you do have uh, Bamford in the team, but he's always been one of those players where he needs about a number of chances to, before he scores but he's a hard working striker yeah. but I feel like in this league you need someone with that killer instinct um, so yeah he's, I think he'd be a great sign I'm not sure if you've uh, seen much of him Sid but I've seen a few matches of him um, I think last season in Serie A uh, he definitely has that sort of like that kind of spark about him as well can play as a number 10 uh, can play as a number 9 as well so interesting time for Lisa you know building a squad right now as well which is, which is nice to see as well so We'll see how that goes for him. Mm. Um, another player is um, Rashika. Uh, he's a Kosovan uh, winger, plays for Werder Raymond. Mm. Um, he's linked with Aston Villa, so he's linked with an 18 million move. 18? Uh, 18, 18. <laughs> <laughs> but so, they're hard, weren't they? I was like, come on, this is, I don't even know who the kid is, but 18 million, wow. Yeah, I've seen, I, I think I watched him. Uh, when Bundesliga was the only football around at the time as well. I watched a few uh, matches on BT Sport as well. Um, he's definitely a sort of like a nippy winger. Can play either wing and scores a lot of goals, uh, especially from like, outside the box. He was a player linked with Liverpool, actually. So he was mm. someone that I was thinking maybe could join as well. 
yeah. especially as he had a clause where if his team survived in the in the Bundesliga, um, also if they got relegated, the fee would be like ten million. Oh. Uh, but now I think uh, I think it's like eighteen or twenty million now. Um, but yeah, let's talk about Magic Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, the big game for me, and not to sound biased, is Chelsea mm-hmm. versus Liverpool. I think that's a big, big game this week. It will probably show where Chelsea are at this stage mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, well. So, what are your thoughts on the on the match, and how do you think it'll go? Uh, I think this is uh, quite a good one so early on in the season. You know, yeah, and um, I think it will give you a good indication of where Liverpool in particular are at. Uh, I'll be honest, like Liverpool didn't look great last game. Yeah. And I think in terms of they managed to wrap up the season quite early after the restart. Okay. You know, and... Um, not even having a dig, but they wasn't in Europe or anything. So, you know, they had a lot more rest than other teams. Mm-hmm. So I, I was expecting them to, you know, hit the grounds, running and all of that. But like you said, players aren't chilling. You know, it might be a different form for some of their players. But um, Chelsea, I want them to do well. But I just can't see it this season. But funny enough, I can see this game being a score draw, so maybe like a 2-2. Okay. Um, your defence doesn't look great at the moment. Yeah. Um, the firepower is there. That's, that goes without saying. That's been there for years, isn't it? But um, back in the last season, maybe yeah, this part of this season, maybe it's just one game. But, yeah, I wasn't really convinced. So, yeah, I think 2-2, but, you know, Controversial Dude, thing. Yeah. I know you won't agree with that, but um, what's your your shout? Don't be like oh five one or six one or something like that. <laughs> well, I'm used that. to those kind of score lines, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. But uh, <laughs> um, yes, yeah, chicken. Personally, if I was club, I'd probably bring back Matip into the team. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd bring back Matip in in place of uh, Gomez. Mm-hmm. Uh, he. In terms of the way he plays, he has a bit more sort of calmness throughout the team. Uh, I think the weaknesses that we had against Leeds was the, the shape of our defence. Like, Gomez would be out of position and, you know, Trent wasn't really following the, the line of the, the defence. And in terms of, we played sort of like an offside track as well. And then I think it was a bit easier to run through the team uh, in terms of how Leeds attacked. So... I think Matip, before he got injured towards the end of the, uh, last season, he was one of our best players, if I'm honest with you. Um, and in the campaign when we won the Champions League the previous season as well. So, mm. uh, yeah, very reliable defender. So I'd probably play him in this fixture. Um, Keita, for me as well, I'd probably add him into the team. He had a good performance last week. Uh, he's been great in pre-season as well. So I hope he sort of continues his form there. Yeah. Um, I think Chelsea, it's, it's going to take time for those players to gel. Even against Brighton, for me, they're still not quite there. Obviously, it's the first game, so you know you have to be realistic as well. But um, it's not going to click the way people are f- assuming right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would love to beat Chelsea this week. I think Lampard's 
acting a bit, you know, I don't know, I don't know how to describe him too fair. He's just a bit too big for his boots at the minute. That's the best way to say right now. Really? He, he sees himself as an elite manager, but he hasn't done nothing. But why do you think top... he oh, He made a comment about Klopp the other day as well, like in terms of spending money. And it's one of those things where I don't think Klopp was highlighting Chelsea's finances in that way. It's kind of just explained to our fans because our fans at this stage are quite unrest in terms of the transfer dealing side. We've only signed one player. So I think it's trying to explain in terms of, you know, teams can spend that kind of money. But the way Liverpool structure is right now is we've made a hundred million loss since COVID. So you can't just buy players just like that just for the sake of it as well. A lot of teams that are buying players right now, yeah. they're getting investments from other, other, other sources right now. So... Mm-hmm. Everyone's been affected, so it's not a thing where Liverpool are being stingy or whatnot. It's just the way it is right now. We have to be smart in terms of how we spend our money. And I think uh, what's his name, Frank Lampard, took that the wrong way. And he was like, "Oh, Liverpool should have a look at how many players they bought for this price and all that." But the thing is, we don't buy fifty million pounds every transfer window. In the last four windows, we spent twenty-three million. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we haven't signed anyone. We signed Minamino in Jan. Four transfer windows. Think about it. who have we signed? So where did Keita? What his name is? Keita was signed um, about two years ago. Because remember, we were going on pre-contract. Mm. So that was the same summer that we bought Fabinho. We bought Alisson. Van Dijk was signed in January a few months before. But after that window, we haven't signed that many players. And Shakiri as well was part of that transfer. So we haven't recruited that much since... Yeah, but then that's not to say that you, you, you don't do these things. I no, think but the, for us, it was kind of like, this is how I'm looking. For me, we had weak areas in our team. We've never had a good goalkeeper since Pepperena. So obviously, mm-hmm. we had Minula at the time and I've probably expressed a lot of well frustration. Crossed. Sorry? He's well crossed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We always lacked a leader and a central defender as well, which we covered in Van Dyke. Uh, so we got Allison, then we got Van Dyke, and we didn't have uh, a traditional number six or defensive midfielder. So that's where we got Fabinho. But other areas, Mane and Salah were not big moves, if that makes sense. Like they were 30 million, 35 million each. So I wouldn't regard them as uh, big deals in that way. Obviously, the way they performed, it's amazing. Like 30 million nowadays, you can get any player right now it's not really regarded as a high fee especially since the Neymar transfer mm. I feel like that just messed up the whole transfer market to be fair um, so yeah we haven't really spent that kind of big that's only three players that can be Robertson was practically a free transfer because we bought him for 8 million and then the following week we sold one of our youth players to Hull for 8 million so like, that's a free transfer that's yeah. how I looked at it um Keita was a big buy, so that's why I think he's got a lot of high expectations right now. Um, but I'm, ho- I'm confident he'll do well this year. Uh, but yeah, back to the game. I think my predictions would be 3-1. Yeah? Yeah, 3-1. <laughs> Listen, if I'm right, you know, you don't have to swallow your words, mate. So, was he? No, it's, it's, it's... I just... I don't know, maybe I just don't... Again, put my love for Liverpool to one side, yeah. 
I just don't see you strong enough this season. And I think like you should have bought, you should be buying players. You know, you can't be reliant on this squad again. Because no, but what's wrong with the squad? The squad squad won us the league. Yeah, exactly. That that squad won you the league, but everyone else around you is buying players. Yeah, improved. Improved. yeah, yeah. agreed. Saying, like agreed. even when you know the United and all of that won leagues. Yeah, I'm not saying they bought five six players. Yeah, but they invested where possible and where needed. And I'm not yeah. saying you need like six players. We all know your squad is still up there. But yeah. say an injury to Henderson or no. to Salah, that's yeah. problems for you. 100%. No, you're right. You're spot on. To be fair, this is something I've voiced previously as well. We need to add a lot of players. And it's not, it's not where we're doing like a shopping spree the way Chelsea don't like. Just buy any top player just for the sake of it. We've got gaps in the, in the squad that need to be filled. Uh, for me, that's three positions. That's a centre-back because we sold Dejan Lovren. Uh, Tiago, for me, it's either Tiago or nothing and a wide forward. Um, I'm still, I wouldn't say confident, but I still believe we will sign some players. I think at least two will come in. Um, in terms of what positions there are, remains to be seen, as there's always rumours that, oh, Fabinho will be our fourth centre-back as an emergency cover. For me, that's not enough. We need to have a solid defender to be that fourth uh, choice. Uh, Thiago, I'm just praying Thiago comes, but I don't know. Even he was linked with United the other day. There's a report saying that he's agreed terms, and then yesterday he's like, nope, there's no talks whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So, no, he's not coming, so don't worry. Um, stick to trying to get Bale and Regulian or whoever you want to get. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel about the Sancho deal as well. Oh my God, it's just like, mate, you're not getting it. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. Just flirting with him for no reason, now, you know? Um, just go and get Bale, get um, even better, get Brooks from Bournemouth, you know. Yeah. Uh, another, another Daniel James in the team. But exactly. Yeah. World class. Yeah, world class. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know until the transfer deal is like it's it's such a difficult time right now. You can't really expect much. I I'm being a bit level headed about, but I've I've been over Twitter and yeah, people are having all sorts of um, meltdowns at the minute. Um, yeah, so that's my prediction for for this week. Were there any other fixtures that you thought might be interesting? Uh, not interesting, but this is obviously United's first game of the season mm-hmm. against Crystal Palace. So I should be confident, but I just don't think we've done enough in the transfer window. And, you know, it depends how he sets us up, but I think it would be a draw. Uh, okay. Probably like a one-one. Um, if if we can nick it, great. But I'm not confident with us going forward and also containing Zaha. That's going to be an issue. Like I don't care what anyone. Well, you got one Bissaka. He knows him really well, so that's a slight advantage there. Yeah, but I still think that's not. Good. Yeah, yeah. Of course that helps, but I still think you know it's still a big worry for us. Um, yeah. But yeah. Look. Uh, First game, hopefully we're, our confidence is there. If we can win, great. But if not, yeah, I'll accept the draw. Because um, Crystal Palace isn't an easy club anymore, I don't think. No. You know, so, yeah. like it's at home, you've got a slight... Well, there's no crowd there, but <laughs> you've, got, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you've got a slight advantage as in it's your, it's your pitch and you know it's familiar surroundings as well. So mm, mm, mm. Let's see. 
interesting. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Uh, but yeah, thank you for listening and watching, guys. Uh, so that wraps us up for today. Um, stay tuned for hopefully more episodes as the season goes on, and we'll see you soon. Take care. Yeah, cheers, guys. Thank you. Thank you.